Welcome everyone back to the Average Asian Boys Podcast. My name is John. My name's Ray. And on a hot topic currently is cryptocurrencies, which I understand absolutely nothing wow. about. Well, I'm glad we are on the same boat, John, because I also know absolutely nothing about cryptocurrency. So why okay, are we bringing great. this up again? Okay, yeah, great. This is going to be a really uh, intellectual uh, discussion then. Yeah, that's right. That's perfectly... I mean, I know Dogecoins. I know... Dogecoins is a thing, yes. Bitcoin. Yeah. And I know... Something, some other well, crazy coin. <laughs> well, the reason that I thought we should uh, talk about this is because, you know, it's like currently the hot topic on the news right now. Right. You That's know? right. I mean, uh, just last week, I think uh, Elon Musk decided to invest uh, basically a ton of money on <laughs> cryptocurrency. Yeah. I forgot the exact amount. Yeah, that's perfect. And so then, that's why we are here to give the hot take on cryptocurrency. Well, no, we're here to uh, basically admit that we uh, are cannot keep up with this whole cryptocurrency stuff that is going on because I tried to look up information about this and my conclusion is I'm too dumb to understand this. Yeah, never have I felt more old nowadays because before I thought I used to be on top of everything, you know, technology and all that, helping out my mom, helping my grandma about things. But if my mom and my grandma ever came to me and be like, wait, what's... What's cryptocurrency? Yeah, I, what is Bitcoin? I wouldn't be able to help them whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. And to be honest, I've been trying to live under a rock and just ignore this whole thing, hoping that it's a, you know, like a phase that would just go, come and go, you know, and all that stuff. But I mean, it looks like this is where the world's trending. It looks like it's here to stay. Yeah. Uh, I believe Apple and MasterCard just announced that they are accepting cryptocurrency transactions. Uh, or Bitcoin, one of those. Bitcoin Sorry. is a type of cryptocurrencies. Yeah, I'm already see. I'm already confusing myself. See, yeah, I, I'm just gonna be here with. I'm just gonna sit here in the corner with my PayPal. Yeah, and I'm uh, I'm good to go. Yeah, I'm I'm all right. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm going to be okay. I mean, PayPal will probably hop on the cryptocurrency train. Uh, yeah. sooner or later too. At this rate, you but know. I think. I think I'm just going to stand here in the corner again. Yeah. Maybe hide my money in my cereal box or yeah. my mattress I mean, or I mean, let, let me tell you how complicated Bitcoin is. Sure. They don't know who invented Bitcoin. Okay. Okay. Great. The, That's the person a good who, start. I think the person who like first came up with this idea goes by an alias named Satoshi Nakamoto. That's what I found out so far. Uh-huh. So a bunch of people, really smart people, have been trying to figure out who is Satoshi Nakamoto. Right. And uh, the conclusion is it's probably an alias because apparently he was, uh, back in the days, he was posting on some forum under this name. But based on the time that he posted, it seemed unlikely that he was living in Japan standard time. Mm. Yeah, because he was mostly inactive between uh, 2 p.m. to 10 a.m. Okay. That did not make any sense. 2 p.m. to 2 to 10 p.m. Okay. I mean, it could make sense. I mean, it's a longer It hour. could, but that's, yeah, that's a long, that's a long ass time to sleep. That is, that is a long ass time to sleep. Uh, so, all right, great. And I, well, well, what I do know about cryptocurrency is that you can actually create your own coin anytime. So mm-hmm. if you feel like making your own Raycoins, ah, uh, do good. not mix that up with Raycons, something that, again, no, we're <laughs> not, not, sponsored, not, not sponsored, sponsored at all. Not sponsored. Definitely not Raycons, but... Yeah. If I were to make my own Raycoins... Perhaps know, we should come up with our own coins. The, the average a- coin. 
the average Asian coin. <laughs> That's great. That's so popular. Everybody would love that. Yeah. You're like, you know, let's not go for Dogecoin or Bitcoin yeah. or, you know, let's go for the average coin because yeah. that's that's all. Yeah, that just screams high quality right here. <laughs> high, high quality. <laughs> Top notch. <laughs> all right. Well, anyways, let's move on because coin we just have, have both our faces. Clearly, we have no understanding of this topic. Yeah, that's exactly right. So for those right. who. You know, before you tune out, don't worry. The entire episode will not be about our cluelessness with cryptocurrency. Yeah, it would be a very short podcast. But something that's completely different, actually, or maybe something that we would be using in our future travels. Do you remember what it's like to travel, John? No, I don't. It's yeah, been me, a long me time. <laughs> me it's been a long, long time. If you ask me what traveling is right now, I'd say my travels to the bathroom. And, oh, that's uh, and exciting. There you and know. back. Like, that's the, the, the longest journey I've taken the past couple of weeks. Yeah. It, you know. Because it's too cold to uh, travel to the balcony right now. Yeah. You know, so it's probably the bathroom. That's right. And did you know that prior to 2020, there used to be something called air travel. Oh, really? Can, I wonder what that is. Where you can actually fly. You, you sit there for a couple of hours, well, depending on the location. Is, is that what an airport is for? Yes, that's like, right. So you can go air travel On these little vehicle, like these vehicles that are airborne called airplanes, and you fly to different locations. And wow. you sightsee. I forgot what sightseeing was, but you know, you, you, you get to know the, the locals and then you taste some of the food there and you kind of see some cool things. Like you got to leave your own country. You got to leave your own country without wow. fear as yeah. well, without fear of, of catching anything. Yeah. The only thing that you had to be af- afraid of was the plane crashing. The plane crashing. Well, there's also a lot of different things to be afraid of, but <laughs> you know, generally, <laughs> generally, yeah, that was... That was what will happen prior to 2020. Yeah. You know, so um, today in our episode, I would like to ask you, you know, kind of we're going to kind of turn um, the time machine and back and then visualize ourselves when we first traveled as, you know, solo travel, not just traveling with family, but, you know, when we traveled alone, we decided to just go out there, be brave and check out new cities. Yeah, because since we can't travel nowadays, the only thing we can do is talk about traveling yep and i'm sure everybody's already seen their old instagram posts or maybe post some pictures of themselves and be like oh this was me two years ago in a beach in mexico and now look at me yeah i've seen i've seen quite a few of that i've seen a bunch of those too and i myself also look back and i'm just like oh wow this is depressing so why not do this in audio form (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's the best way to look at travel photos yeah that's right in an audio form in an audio format to just talk about are times when we decided to go travel and, you know, go see the world on our very own lonesome self. Mm-hmm. John, do you like solo travel? I do. In fact, it's the only type of traveling that I've done. Yeah, ever. I realize that. This is what you, what you enjoy doing. Um, and I, I, you know, I'm a little halfway. I, I myself am, I do enjoy you traveling like to, alone. But like I do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Yeah, I like to dabble. I like to dabble. And I do have a question for you, though. Would solo travel count if I were to travel alone to a certain place, but I'm there to either stay with a friend or see a friend, and then we're just going to be spending all that time together when I'm at that location? I think it still kind of counts because you got to get to the point where you can meet up with your friend first. True, but that's just that's just a commute. That's just like a little commute. I, I mean, it depends on where you're going because like there was this time that I went to uh, Paris to meet up with a friend and that turned into like a whole kind of, it turned into a whole series of events. That seems like a story like, that I, I'm ready like, to hear. Yeah, like I thought, uh, I thought it was going to be easy. I was just going to go meet up with my friend. Boom, problem solved. Yeah. But uh, anyways, we'll get to that point. Okay. We'll get to that. All right. So, so you know, it, like the point where you uh, 
go and try to meet up with a friend could be a whole adventure by itself, is what I'm saying. I suppose. But how is that different from, let's say, I'm meeting you at a bar tonight, and then I had a whole adventure prior to meeting you at the bar? You know, it just feels like... Well, did we meet at a bar, like... In Vancouver, or yeah, in Vancouver at a bar in Mexico. Well, in a, in Vancouver, but it's just a matter of transportation, right? Because the transportation, the commute's a little longer than. But you didn't travel anywhere, then you're still in the same city. Oh, well, I traveled from, let's say, Richmond to Vancouver to downtown Vancouver to sure. see. Sure, I mean, that's, if that's how you want to define solo traveling, then yeah, sure. I guess so. But I thought that's for not me, how I would define it. I thought solo travel for me is you go and you do that a lot. Is that you travel to a place you absolutely know nobody, and you spend most of your days on your own exploring the city. I think that would be a solo travel, like a solo adventure. Uh, yeah, it would be right? hard to uh, refute that Yeah, yeah, yeah. a solo travel. Yeah, but I think if you were going there on your own and then you see some friends and you stay with them, and they're kind of showing you everywhere, I wouldn't really classify that as, you know, I solo traveled to Montreal or Quebec or whatever. Right, okay. Right? Instead, it's just like, yeah, I just took the plane alone and I went to see some friends and we hung out ever since, you know, just hanging out. I went somewhere to hang out with someone. Okay. So then do you consider yourself to have solo traveled then? I have. And there, I only did, I think one trip where I solo traveled. Unless okay, you can't nice. work. Well, work, you know, that's another thing, but <laughs> yeah, let's not, let's not talk about work. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Let's not talk about work. Your way. Still, Your still, way. still a little early, still a little a little, a little raw for John. So uh, let's not, let's not, let's not <laughs> exnay on the uh, irk way, eh? Hey, that's right. <laughs> so okay, John, what's the very first solo trip you've ever had? Um, I was twenty three, mm. and it was in twenty thirteen. Uh, this was at a moment where I just finished uh, university, and I didn't have a full time job yet. Right. So I actually wanted to go to Europe for a month. Uh, my parents being the controlling people that they were did not like that. Yeah. And then, so, uh, you know, we kind of fought over how long I was going to be away for, I think they threatened me with something. So I cut it down from like a six week trip to a four week trip, which okay. was still a pretty like good amount of time. But yeah, that <laughs> wasn't as long as I would have liked to. Right. And that just sh- goes to show how controlling my parents were. Did you self fund the entire trip? I did. Okay. Yeah, I, I would never take anyone's money to go on a trip like for my own pleasure. Yeah, of course. Like that would just be uh, against my principles. Right. But if it's my own money, yeah, I have no idea just like throwing it away. Exactly. Going on a trip. Yeah. I you should have told that it. to your parents. You'd be like, this is my own money. I can just do it. Yeah, I've graduated. There's no really. Yeah, it's my own money. It's my own time. There's you know, no I've worries. got no responsibilities. Yeah. Ah, well, parents, you know, yeah. that's also another ah, episode, by the way. You that's, that's another episode for another day. Uh, that, that would be a very Ooh. fun episode. Ooh, fun. Ooh. With the capital F. Oof. But yes, continue. So your, your Europe trip. Yeah. So I flew to uh, Germany. Uh-huh. And I, yeah, I, I went there during Oktoberfest time, which okay. is pretty cool. Is Except I did Best time of the year. It is the best time of the year. For you, especially, because I know how much you love your alcohol and beer and everything. So you're mm-hmm. a beer connoisseur. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I didn't go to the actual Oktoberfest event. Because it was just too busy with like... And like everything was like just all booked by the time that oh, I okay. got around to doing it. But I went to a local uh, beer festival instead in the city of Stuttgart. Uh-huh. And it was called the, the Konstadter Volksfest, I think. 
Okay. It was it was basically like a giant beer festival, multi day as well. Yeah. Uh, but it just took place in a different city, and it felt like a more authentic experience because there was more locals. It was, you know, instead of uh, tons of tourists coming in from all over the world. Right. Right. Yeah. So that was a super fun, great trip. Got really drunk. Um. Yep. Ended up in the red light district. Oh, of course, naturally. Yeah. Actually, well, that was that was an accident. Okay, we had bad directions. We had that we were given bad directions. Okay, because it was a it was a Sunday night, and in Europe, like a lot of things are closed on Sundays because I think it's like a a religious reason, like a day of rest or something, right? Uh huh. And then so, uh, you know, me and a couple guys we're at the we're hanging out at the hostel. We're bored. We want to go out and party, but everything's closed. So we asked the hostel receptionist. if there was a place that we could go out to party. And I don't know if this is like a German thing, but every time you ask them for directions, they're like, oh yeah, you just go down the road and then you turn left somewhere, somewhere along the road. Isn't this, the, isn't this just directions in general, John? Uh, well, I mean, usually when you give directions, you're a little more specific. This was Fair. like extremely vague. Fair like, enough. Go down a road and turn left. Right? Oh, okay. And this is before Google Maps became like a thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. we were still using uh, old school maps Ooh, back old then. Old school maps. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we go out and we somehow end up on a highway. I don't know how. It was, it, it, it was dark and all of a sudden a big truck comes out of nowhere. And like with the beam from the truck, we saw that we were on a highway uh-huh. somehow. Uh-huh. So, we, so we already got fucking lost. And then uh, eventually we did make our way to the city center. And uh, we end up at a bar, and it might have been a gay bar. Okay. I don't know because uh, we were we were hanging out there, and then you know we're just like having fun, hanging out with people, having some drinks, and then all of a sudden, like my buddy, he like he like he gets like really frazzled, like yo yo John, I think we're at a gay bar. I think we're at a gay bar. We gotta go. We gotta go. And I'm like, what? Like, I, what I, don't, I, I don't, I don't like what? I was like, what makes you think? <laughs> Why do they gotta go? Why do you gotta go? What's uh, gonna happen? If I, you I don't stay? know. I don't know. Like, I thought, like, I thought, like, I thought, like, I was having a good time there. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, right. It, it didn't matter. Right. It didn't I don't ma- think you're gonna. It, it didn't matter to me, but you yeah. know, he was. Uh, he was. Uh, I guess he was not, a little. He was not having it. You know. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, so, yeah. So slightly homophobic there, but okay, continue. I don't know. Like, I don't know <laughs> if that was the reason, but uh, he didn't want. But he didn't want to stay there. So. Okay. Yeah, so then uh, we, we, before we left, we asked the bartender if there was like a nightclub around that was open. All right. And he was like, oh, yeah, just go down the road. and Oh, turn again, left. they're just giving you that classic German uh, wayfinding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pathfinder. <laughs> go, just go down, turn left. Yeah, and then so, uh, so we left and we end up in the red light district. Okay. Uh, by accident, of course. By accident. By accident. But did you leave right away when you found out of the red light district or did you stay? Uh, well, actually, I, we thought we made a really responsible decision, and we decided to ask a hooker for directions. Ah, perfect. Yeah, perfect. You know, yeah, and you know, at this point, we're like, it's been a, it's been a night. We're ready to go back. So, do they give good directions? Well, well, take a take a wild guess what she what the person said. Probably said, you know, you go down up there, turn left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the direction we were given. <laughs> so okay. that was yeah. So that was a that was a night and a half in okay. Stuttgart. Fun, fun times. Yeah. This is fun times. So yeah, my first time at a red light district. Did you spend, so like you were in Germany, so that whole 
back the four week trip like was it all in germany or did you go around different places uh i was in germany for two and a half weeks i think and okay. then i went to barcelona for three days uh-huh. yeah great place ton of fun there yeah and i went to after that, i flew to paris for three days as well to uh stay with a friend who was living there okay yeah all right yeah, and so this is where I get to my story about like what seemed like a simple meeting up with a friend, right? Yeah. So I was t- I've been in contact with her. She's staying at this place in Paris on like the 16th district, I want to say. Right. Uh, and then she gives me the address. For those uh, who want to know, it's uh, says Hondi Small. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I actually uh, don't know if that's the actual. All right, can, we, can we move on but now? For those who you know who are French listeners out there. Is the says Hondi Small, <laughs> just in case. Okay, just in case. All right. Now that we now that we got the French listeners covered. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So <laughs> yes, so she gives me the address. She tells me the unit number and all that stuff. So, um, so that's what I do. I get to Paris. I leave the airport. I get to the 16th district, mm-hmm. and I get lost immediately because Paris is very confusing. It is. It is pretty confusing. It, it's yeah. pretty crazy. And then I remember I was at this intersection. I was at this, the, the super compli- complicated intersection. I think that went eight directions. Ah. I, I didn't know that was possible. Right. Yeah. So I'm trying to look at my map. I'm trying to figure out which direction I'm trying to go. I'm trying to read the street signs, but they're all messed up. Ah. Yeah. And uh, obviously, of course, I, I go the wrong way. You know, it was like one in eight chance. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, Europe, you know, is, they tell you that, you know, you want to get lost in Europe and I must, sometimes... I should have just gone down a road and turned left, like, so honestly. That's right. And sometimes, you know, you get lost not even intentionally, but mm-hmm. it happens. It does it happen. Europe in the end. So I remember, you know, I'm just kind of, I'm trying to find my way around. And I notice that in the area that I'm in, for some reason, uh, I guess it's like the Chinatown kind of district as well. Okay. Lots of Asian people around. All right. But... What I noticed was kind of odd is there's a lot of Asian women that's just like standing around the streets and they're like, they're like middle age, I want to say. All right. Like maybe in their forties. So, uh, and they're just wearing like, I don't know, like regular people clothes. Right. I guess. Actually, maybe not. What were you expecting? (laughs) Like, what were you expecting they were wearing? Well, no, no, no. no. Like I wasn't, like I wasn't expecting anything. Right. Okay. Okay. uh, Anyway, anyways, so I noticed they're just like kind of standing around. Yeah. I don't know why until I saw a guy approach one of those women. Uh-huh. Right? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know what they say because I'm too far away. Yeah. But I just saw the girl, like the woman, like chase the guy away or something. Okay. You know? So the guy approached her and then she chased him away. And I'm like, I think these are hookers. <laughs> Did you get yourself into another red light district, John? I think so. <laughs> It's like you, th- another accidental red light district. Well, I mean, the, yeah, 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 accidental, accidental. Of course, accidental, everybody. Well, but like, it wasn't apparent to me at first because like these weren't like, you know, like your typical like young beautiful woman in their twenties wearing like skanky outfits. You know, uh-huh. they're uh, wearing more like they're like a little older, still wearing like more like modest outfits. Okay, you know what I mean? Okay. But yeah, they're just standing around, loitering, whatever you want to call what are, it. What's the other evidence that they might be, it might be the red light district? Uh, well, it, uh, there seems to be like a lot of them, like all scattered around a place and they're all standing in one spot. Okay. Like they're not, they're not on guard for something. 
I don't know. They're not, they're not guarding a secret shop. They're not be? bouncers. I mean, could it be they're just there to advertise their restaurant in the back? Um, well, I mean, they weren't holding up any signs. They weren't yell. They weren't like telling people to come in, come in, you know. Come but they're by. chasing people away. Like there were people approaching them. Okay. Is what I'm. Is what I noticed. Okay. That, that, that's when I started putting two and two together. All right. Yeah. Interesting. I could be wrong about this. Yeah. It could be completely wrong. I could be completely could wrong. Could be just like a clothing store, and John's just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she's just advertising what the store sells. Yeah, right? and then the guys is like, well, do you have any size of this? And they're like, no. And then they're gonna chase you away now. Maybe over there. And they're like, and then through language like lost in translation, John's just like, y'all are hookers. <laughs> No hookers, ever. hookers! I'm surrounded by hookers. John just sees, just sees, just like his vision Look, is just like I, I could be completely wrong. Yeah, but I that was so. a, no, that was a so that was a conclusion that I ran into. Okay, but basically, I was like, I didn't, I was like, I felt like I was in an unsafe area. Okay, and I was like, I need to like, I need to get the fuck out of here. I need to go and find my friend's place. So eventually, I find her place, but what she didn't tell me was that her uh, apartment is. In a gated area, and you need uh, you need a code to get through the through the gate. Right. So she didn't tell me the code, and oh, at this time, I didn't have any uh, data coverage on my phone, Ooh. so I was running blind. It's a mistake. Like there was no way for. So I got there. I realized I can't get past the gate because my friend didn't give me the code, and I have no way of contacting her until I find a source of internet. Right. So nearest Starbucks slash McDonald's. Right. So I was feeling hungry at that time. And I'm like, you know what, John? I will think better if my stomach's full. Perfect. McDo. So, so I walk down a road and what do I see? McDonald's. You know what McDonald's has? The Golden Arches. Wi-Fi. Yeah, the That's best right. place ever. What do, you, what do you do when you're in Paris? You go to McDonald's. McDonald's. I've been there myself. It's great. It is, it is great. Yeah, McDonald's saved my life. I also didn't have internet too. Well, so. I heard that McDonald's is not particularly popular in uh, France. I think there's only maybe three McDonald's in Paris total. Mm. So I found one of the three McDonald's in I Paris. I think there's more nowadays, but continue. Yeah. So I found one of the three McDonald's. I ordered something. I get on the McDonald's Wi-Fi and yeah. I message my friends like, yo, what's the code to get to, get to your place? Yeah. And uh, so thank, thankfully she uh, responds back and I was able to get to her place. Wow. See, but McDonald's saved your life. Exactly. McDonald's saved my life. McDonald's, again, not, we're not sponsored by McDonald's, but... Uh, John and I have grown up on McDonald's, and it's 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 always been there for us for sure. I mean, despite McDonald's all the controversy, never, let, never lets me down. McDonald's never lets you down. Like yeah. they always have Wi-Fi for you. They always have it's chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets that John will only purchase uh, ten of instead of twenty for thirty-one cents. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, they'll they'll always be there for you. And the Golden Arches, I owe a lot to them. That's just a, okay. Add time end now, <laughs> but. <laughs> But okay, wow, seems like you had a very good trip. So how did you feel after after those four weeks of traveling alone? Um, oh, it was really great. I felt I felt like I was very independent and I was able to make decisions by myself because, you know, I've always been I've been living with my parents all this time yeah. and, you know, they've never really let me make decisions for myself. Right. So this was like the first time that I was really just thrown out in a wild and I'm just you know, when I ran into a problem, I figured it out by myself, uh-huh. you know, and then for, so that was like the big thing for me. Like it taught me that I can rely on myself to, you know, get out of uh, sticky situations or just go find a McDonald's and then all your problems will go away. Yeah. <laughs> that's the conclusion. Yeah, that's right. How old were you? I was 23. 23. 
Okay. All right. Well, my, my, my first time traveling alone. Uh, I realize I do everything much later in life than you, John. Uh, finding a girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> this, this isn't a comparison. This isn't a comparison. No, it isn't a comparison. But I mean, like, I do things much later in life than a lot of than a people. lot of people. But I realize that when you're telling me these stories, I realize, wow, I do I do everything much later in life. Um, I, I mean, some people have experienced these things when they were like 18. And yeah, I guess like, so. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. No, but like I said, it's not a comparison. But Mather is just like it's interesting to see that like one person they do this at this point, and another person they do this at that point right mm-hmm. but for me i i traveled my first time first time traveling was 27 okay I traveled 27 and i think that time it was because i was just in the middle of getting well i was in the middle of having my first time like my first, first full-time job so i was working at you know a different university at the time just having just being happy having a full-time job getting that full-time income and benefits nice which is full-time income right it feels great it feels great so the first paycheck that i use on i build my computer right first things first you know same here you gotta you gotta build a work-life balance so i gotta build my life first and my life is my computer all right (laughs) second now what am i gonna do with this computer Look up some air t- <laughs> airplane tickets. <laughs> so great. Now you got a fast computer. Let's go. Let's go find some cheap tickets. Um, and it's really funny because I don't know. I guess I never really thought of traveling alone, but at the same time, I just wanted to go somewhere. And I think with great, uh, I don't. I don't want to say great income because I, didn't, I wasn't making that much. But like, with don't, in- don't you give me some cheesy ass <laughs> quote right now. With in- with with income comes great. Uh, freedom, <laughs> you know. There you go. Yeah, that's right. And so I wanted to continue to abuse my money. Um, Did you say abuse? Your yeah, money? abuse my money because I'm just I'm not really being frugal at the moment. I'm not really saving it anywhere. I'm just like the, I, the moment I take it, I just like spend it right, so okay, right away. Right. Um, so what I decided to do uh, was I decided, okay, why not just go somewhere? I want to just travel somewhere. You know, right. get some vacation days, travel somewhere. And I think I was in the middle uh, of that. During that time, I was obsessed with this one singer. This is this folk singer, this indie folk singer. Her name is Julian Baker. Okay. And I, I, I saw her through a Tiny Desk, you know, the NPR Tiny Desk concerts? No. Live? Okay. It's, it's, it's a, great. It's a great YouTube series where they okay, invite okay. a lot of artists, indie or like, you know, super popular artists to come and play. And I was obsessed with that video and I was obsessed with their music. And I said, figured, you know what, where is the... Next place she'll perform. And I think I opened it up and I took take a look. And I'm like, okay, the next place she'll perform is in Iowa. And I'm like, I don't think like going to Iowa. You don't want to go to Iowa? <laughs> I didn't feel like going no, to man, Iowa. No, man, what's wrong with Iowa? I mean, I mean, I'm sure they have great... Tell, tell Iowa listeners that you love Iowa. Iowa, I love your corn. Okay. Uh, I know that you produce a lot of corn. And one of my favorite vegetables is corn. <laughs> uh, I know that you have a place called Independence, which is a very small town. And I have a friend who lives there in Independence. Tom, I will visit you one day soon. However, uh, for my first solo trip, I wanted to go to a place that's a little bit more touristy than Iowa. So Wait, is Iowa the st- Iowa is a state, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay, okay, just brushing on. Yeah, Moines. Des Moines. Say what? Okay. Say quoi? Des Moines is the capital of Iowa, I believe. Maybe I'm wrong now. Oh wow! But you know what? This, this we will follow. Up, right we here. will follow up on that Iowa trivia. 
Uh, so I, I, I scrolled down a little bit. I scrolled past the Iowa because I'm like, I don't think I want to see Julian Baker in Iowa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, the yeah. next place was New York City. Oh, this sounds more exciting than Big Iowa. Apple. Just a little bit more, by the way. No offense Man, to Iowa. We're never getting any uh, listeners. No, we're in Iowa. immediately that's unsubscribed. Right. That's, right, uh, that's It's okay. Sorry. That's all right. Uh, like I said, I'll visit Iowa sometime once this COVID thing is over. Yeah, yeah maybe when we do the Average Asian Boys Podcast World Tour. Yeah, the live the live, live in sh- Iowa. The live show <laughs> in Iowa. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, so i decided okay new york city and i decided to just go and so i bought the tickets nice uh cheap tickets they had to be cheap tickets were they last minute tickets yeah they're not really but more like there's a website called yvr deals that shows a bunch of really cheap tickets yeah and so regardless of whatever time i bought them anyways because they're cheap right they're like four hundred dollars or something and uh, it ended up that I needed... $400 round trip? Yeah, $400 round oh, trip. Oh, that is cheap. Yeah, it's very cheap. Damn. But there is the layover and everything, and I have oh, okay. to... I, that, that, okay, that's... I also yeah. had to uh, leave the airport. I had to like, leave the airport at like 3 a.m. or something because the flight was at 5. Yeah. So, so I had to get yeah, there. You, you get what you pay for. You get what you pay for, but it was still... You know, I was going to New York City. And so, I mean, what what better... Like, wait, like to just, you know, I'm going to New York City. That was something that was really awesome to me because I've seen so many movies. I love movies. I'm a huge movie buff. Yeah. And so, you know, watching Home Alone 2, you know, Lost in New York City, seeing a bunch of different <laughs> different shows and movies and pop culture. Like, it's New York City. The Ninja Turtles lives in the sewers. Right. You know? and, yeah. just and the, with, along with Master Splinter. Yeah, Ghostbusters. They, they take care of some ghosts up there and then sleeps in Seattle. You know, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, you know, the Empire State. I mean, uh, spoiler alert. Uh, I mean, like, there's so many things that happen in New York City, and I want to be in the center of all of it. So why not? That's the perfect place to go. Nice. And so I went... Uh, and then I booked my Airbnb. I went to Brooklyn, and I don't know. Like when I, <laughs> I think, like when I first went to Brooklyn, uh, you know, I heard some great things. This is up and coming neighborhood. But when I first turned into the alleyway of my Airbnb, I was started to question, like, "Oh shit! Like, <laughs> did I did I make a mistake? It just felt really shady." Did, did that? Did you realize that when you turn into the alleyway or as you were walking around the neighborhood? I think when I was turning into the alleyway. That was something really funny about Brooklyn, too. It's just like there's certain alleyways that like a lot of places are very gentrified, very modern and very chic. But then certain alleyways you turn around and just like and I'm I'm in this. You're near in a crack den. Well, I'm near this apartment complex where the middle of the apartment complex is like this little green grass area. Yeah. But then they're all filled with like dolls and like old used toys. And they all just filled the middle. Oh, boy. Like it's like, a, yeah, there's some dolls hanging there. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, oh, my gosh, what have I, what some, have I done? Some witchcraft and what am I sorcery going on here. What am I doing? Is this Brooklyn in a nutshell? Like is this New York in a nutshell? Brooklyn I, 99. I, <laughs> yeah, like I haven't, seen, I haven't seen any of Manhattan yet. But the first thing I turn around, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like. I suddenly remember all the terrible things that happened in the movies, like yeah. when, you know, when in in um, in Home Alone Two where he gets lost, and then there's a lot of people talking to him, and he's really scared, and 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 then um, or in Ninja Turtles where you know Splinter shows up and starts beating the crap out of him, but you know, like anything can happen now, right? The, the you mean a Shredder part. or a Splinter? Sorry, not Splinter. Well, Shredder, the Shredder, the bad guy. Yeah, Splinter yeah. is the rat that. Teaches everybody. Yeah, everything. yeah. Right, that's right. Yeah. But like, you're you know, okay if Master Splinter yeah, shows I'm okay. up. Yeah, I'm okay. You're not that. okay if the Shredder shows up. No, no, no. Definitely not. But either way, I saw neither Splinter nor Shredder. Oh, well, thank gosh. Uh, thank gosh. That would have been so terrifying. It was way. just, I was just feeling, you know, a little scared. But once I got into the Airbnb and everything just seemed kind of nice. Everything was, was great. And then I went to 
Manhattan and the buildings were great. Let me tell you something about that as well. Before going to New York, I always thought that, you know, I saw a lot of uh, guides. I read a lot of guides. I saw some, you know, food network, like uh, food network shows about, you know, what to eat in New York City and everything. Okay, yeah. And they did in- conducted interviews and they, they, condu- they like interviewed um, New Yorkers and they said like, what are the things that, you, what are the tips that you want to give to tourists, right? And they said, well, first thing first is that people can tell you're not from New York because the um, tourists are always looking up. Okay, they're always looking up at the skyscrapers. They're always oh, looking at everything. Okay, yeah, yeah. And so, and the way you dress is also, um, people can tell, you know. And the way that you, you know, and the way that you carry yourself and everything. It's all different, right? Are you looking up a lot? Oh, my gosh. So, I, I told myself before going, I told myself, okay, I'm not going gonna to act like a New Yorker. I'm not going to do anything. And I'm just going to just, I'm just going to act cool and everything. Nobody's going to mess up. Nobody's going to mess with me, right? And, uh, and. When I got to Manhattan, when I got off the Times Square station, the first thing I caught out, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> New York. <laughs> and then, like, in my head, you got that, like, you know, Alicia Keys song, like, in New York. Yeah, and yeah. then I'm like, oh my gosh, dun, 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 this place dun, is great. Dun, dun, and I'm, like, in there with my teal, like, UBC t-shirt. You know, I, I, I thought you would have tried to dress up as a New Yorker. No, no, like, I, part of the I already made that mistake already. Oh Immediately, somebody identified me, like, yo, you from, you're from Canada, aren't you? I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Oh, the jig is up. And then there's times where I was in the subway and I got no phone network and I was trying to find out my line, like my subway line, and yeah. I whip out this gigantic, like, like yeah, my gigantic subway map yeah. and everything. I was just like looking through it and um, but you know, you know what? I'm here in one piece and and it was just a really nice experience. I remember you told me the story, like somebody tried to steal your sandwich or something like that. Uh, <laughs> no, somebody didn't steal my sandwich, but okay. <laughs> so I. What I did was, um, in the middle of the trip, it's been great. I actually got a lot of free things in New York, which I'm very, very surprised by. Like, I got a free Broadway ticket when I just went up to the thing. Oh, that's pretty sweet. I wanted to buy, like, a cheap ticket. And they were like, you know what? Just, you know, we're not at capacity tonight. You know what? Just here's a single seat. Enjoy yourself in the orchestra. And I was like, this city is amazing. And then there was um, another time where I think I bought, I got some free donuts uh, because there was a person at, uh, it's a place called Doe. It's a very, very popular place, like donut place in New York. And there was a person who, uh, like their credit card machine went down and the person who was waiting and they were like, you know what, just take the donuts. It's, it's free. Right. And then I, it was my turn. And I said, you know what? I have cash. Like I can pay for the cash. He's like, don't worry about it. Just pick your donuts and oh, you wow. can have them free. I'm like, Great. New Yorkers are so nice. New Yorkers are amazing. Everybody yeah. like, Wow, like just free oh, things. New York. Maybe if I go to the casino, they'll give me free chips. Okay, not about that. Okay, really? Yeah. Well, yeah you weren't free, thinking about that? You weren't thinking about that? Free swift kick in the ass, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but, um, um, so, yeah, I forgot what kind of food I had, but I think I was just like eating a sandwich or something. And I was walking back to my Airbnb in, in, in Brooklyn. Yeah. And which and by then, by the way, this is day five or day six. So already I'm used to the neighborhood, you know, I'm all, yeah, you're you know, blending in birds and trees and everything. And I'm just doing my little New Yorker walk. I don't know what it is, but I just, I was just like <laughs> walking and just not a care in the world because this, I know that this town loves me. Yeah. Suddenly a, a, a person, like a man 
uh, approaches me and asks me for some change if it's possible. I'm like, hey, you know what? It's all good. I gave him like two freedom dollars, right? And then he asked me if I could have my sandwich. <laughs> and I was he, like, if he could have your sandwich. I was in the middle of eating my sandwich. <laughs> and I was like, but like, I can buy you a sandwich or something. Like he didn't, he like, I was like, no, I'm, I'm kind of eating this sandwich. And then he's just like, well, he's like, screw you, man. Like, give me your sandwich. I'm like, no. And then I just like, and I just started running. And I ran back to While eating a sandwich? Like, yeah. Like, a sandwich like halfway in your mouth while I you're th- running? I think I just held it. I just held <laughs> it. I just, I just bit into my sa- I really wanted my sandwich. And I told him I can give you some more change if you want to. I think, I think that's all the change I had, though. But you know what? I, it's, man, it's it must have blurry. been some really good sandwich. It, it was a very good sandwich. <laughs> oh, by what the kind way, of sandwich was it? All the, new, all the things to eat in New York is just amazing. Like, mm. all the food is absolutely fantastic. Like, it's such an institution for, like, pizza's great. Like, the foldable ones is amazing. Okay, okay, get back on the sandwich. Oh, like, the sandwich thing? Tell the viewers about the sandwich. The sandwich thing, I believe it was a bagel. It was a classic New York bagel ah. uh, with some nice caviar cream cheese. Um, some salmon locks in there from wow. Norway. Wow, no wonder he wanted that sandwich. Well, I got <laughs> He saw those Norwegian got salmon. From, he got a whiff of that. Yeah, like I got it from Russ and Daughters, I think. I think that's where that's where I got it from. But either way, it was just it was it was really good and I just fit into it. I just didn't want to like hey, come on. I, 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 I you know, if I can tell them, hey man. Uh, you, did you know four years later there's going to be something called COVID-19 which will prevent us from it's probably best not to start <laughs> sharing food with strangers you know like, you know, you're getting ahead of yourself here <laughs> you know I'm just ahead of my time okay I'm sorry like, I told him like I, this is all the change I have so I gave it to him you know what that reminds me that time when we were in, in Las, Las Vegas, Vegas. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, God. This is going to expose me. No, it's not spare change. He didn't ask me for spare change. This is going to expose me as apparently somebody who's a little bit more protective of not sharing his food with strangers. Okay. But oh, did he want your sandwich? Too? No. He, we remember, like, what happened was I bought a Hagen Dazs drink, like okay. a milkshake. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were walking through the MGM okay. Grand to casino floor. Yeah. Dude, like, we were just walking. Okay. We were just walking through the casino. Yeah. Dude, like, I think he rolled something on craps and he's like, yeah, I won. Like, he was like, he was like, he was cheering and everything. Yeah, so he, he cheered piped. himself out into the middle of the <laughs> concourse area. Okay, okay. You know? And yeah, then yeah, yeah. as that time he was out, I was walking by. He's like, and he was so confident. He was yeah. like, hey, let me give you, a, let me get a sip of that. Yeah. And I was like, sorry, dude, I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first response. I was like, sorry, man, I'm sick. And he's like, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and I kept walking. I kept walking. Why was that your first response? Like, you're so late. Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> hey. I was like, going, going out in Las Vegas when you're sick. <laughs> Fucking this is before COVID times. <laughs> I had the right to be sick and walking through. Who knows? I was, you know, but that was my first gut reaction. I, I wasn't sick. I but like how it's always you. Like people just want, like, I don't know why they see you. It's holding, my face. Maybe it's because like you're always the one that's holding the food. I think you know? I'm whole I just have impeccable taste for great food and drinks. Apparently. Yeah, 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 exactly. And my Hagen Dazs milkshake, and I didn't want to share it with a stranger. I'm sorry. I'm I'm happy that he came that he got like a no, victory. No, of course, like of course, like that's very but, reasonable. <laughs> Just their, their, their excuse that you gave him was just so... He's just like, like without a, what? Like, without what a beat. What, what? Without missing a beat. I'm just like, I'm oh. sorry, I'm sick. And I kept walking. Bullshit. I didn't even stop. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even stop, guys. <laughs> it was just, you know, 
because I've dealt with this situation before, so I know exactly have, what. Have to you? Do. I mean, with the with the New York incident, right? So I know exactly what. Wait, to was do. this before? I was this after my, the New York incident? This is after New York. Oh, yeah. I see. So I gotta protect That's my so, food. That is so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I. That, that's just hilarious like you have a half eaten sandwich in your hand like if it was like a full unwrapped sandwich i would understand yeah but like the fact that you have a half eaten sandwich in your hand and the guy's just like hey can i have that sandwich <laughs> yeah and i'm like no <laughs> and then you ran away <laughs> while holding the sandwich yeah because he was like yeah then because he, he started cursing at me and he was just yeah. like no just give me the Holy sandwich shit, man like, no. what like what would have happened if you like chased it. after you like, yeah that's right i'm like, like, like you're not outrunning him with a sandwich was i really willing to give up my life for a sandwich if anything were to escalate apparently apparently so yeah, so like when you told me that story i was like holy <laughs> shit man raise it <laughs> raise a thug <laughs> but you know you know it was a damn good sandwich. it was a bagel but it was a damn good bagel it was a damn good bagel. it was worth giving your my life over because it was a russ and daughter's I think it was like a $20 bagel. All I right. Think. Well, shout out to Russ and Daughters. Yeah. It's one of their, like, the maybe I got it wrong. Sorry, Bagels worth dying for. Yeah, that's right. It was, oh, what a beautiful, beautiful time. That was, that was good. Dude, oh. That, dude, that is hilarious. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> whew, boy. <laughs> um, but like I said, overall, I really enjoyed it. But I think you did a lot of solo traveling afterwards, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've gone on, gone on plenty of trips. I always end up going back to Europe. I just like it there so much. Yeah, know? yeah, it's just great times. Do you so? Do you stay in hostels every single time? Pretty much. Yeah. I, I stay in hot. I, I stay in hotels, like maybe on the first day there, just to get some like settle in, settle in, get some rest, yeah, and all that stuff. But the majority of the time, I'm uh, hanging out in hostels. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I understand. Uh, it's mostly it's for like practical a... reason. It, it's just more affordable. Oh right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's like a big part of it. But because I'm, like a, budget, I'm a budget traveler as well. Oh, you meet like a lot of people. I do. That's so. That's the other part is like there's always like fun things to do in hostels. You meet a bunch of other people who are traveling by themselves. Yeah, you know, so they're kind of in the they have like the same like outgoing mentality as you. Right. And you know they're just looking to uh, chill, have fun, hang out, do do things together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I agree with that, but for me, oh, I don't know. I've only done I've run on hostels once. And this where, was where, where at? Hawaii, actually, oh, okay. in yeah, Maui. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but you were staying with friends too, right? Uh, I was with a friend, but we went in our separate hostel. She went into a females-only hostel, and I like went... Like the, 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 the rooms were separate, or was like... Uh, the it, hostel was the separate, built, oh, but the hostels were next to each other. Oh, So oh. she went into a female-only hostel, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. went to, um, I think, a co-ed one. Yeah, and yeah there's it, no male-only. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> this, was like my, this was my last trip before COVID happened. Actually, this is right, brushing right against the time when we entered our lockdown. Really? So I was playing a very dangerous game, yeah. Wait, you went I went to, to Maui. You went yeah. to Maui right before COVID? Yeah. Did I, did I just forget that? In March, yeah, March of 2020, I went to Maui. I, oh. I don't know if that was the... I mean, it was great because I was, I think I was salty that my Japan trip got canceled. Yeah. Well, more like I canceled my Japan trip. Right, right, right. So I decided, you know what? I'm not going to let this get me down. Well, I, you know, in retrospect, I should have just not go, but well, I hey, thought. Well, I mean, you know, what's, what's done is done. <laughs> hey, I know, thought that and... there were no cases in Hawaii, right? So I looked it up. Yeah, I looked because up, it's in the middle of nowhere. Well, well, not exactly. I looked up. In, no, uh, it is in the middle of nowhere. It is in the middle of nowhere, but there can still, I like, mean, it's a, it's a hot spot for yeah, yeah, yeah. vacation destinations yeah, yeah, yeah. and for yeah. people to come in all around the world, John. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, oh, so facts. Yeah, but I, I looked it up and I'm like, cases in Hawaii, COVID cases in Hawaii. And I'm like, oh, there are no COVID cases in Hawaii. So Safe. I'm like, 
all right, well, like, count me in. Like, let's go. Let's go to Hawaii. And then I look at my phone again, and then I realize, and then, like, two days into the Hawaii trip, it says, like, oh, they they just found the ability to test for COVID in Hawaii. And I was just there. <laughs> I was just there in my sun, in, like, getting suntan. And I was, like, checking my phone. I was, like, say what? What now? I thought you were going to say, like, when you arrived, oh, cases started going up. No, 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 no. The, 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 the second day. COVID with them. No, the second oh, day. Shit. The second day, they were just like, yeah, we just, fa- we just yeah. started testing for COVID. Like, we're ready now to test people. So are you telling me? You know, it's like you have... Yeah, it's unreported because there's no way to report it in the first you know, place. Yeah, oh. you know, it's like when you look at your couch and you're like, oh, yeah, my couch is very clean. And then you realize, oh, shoot, I got to lift up the cushions <laughs> on the seats. That is basically how I felt because there's no... Nobody was wearing masks and we were, I think we were all laughing on the plane. We are like, you want to... You want a Lysol wipe? Yeah, I'll take a Lysol wipe. And then we'll like wipe the seats, but like nobody's wearing masks. Yeah. You know, so it's... it's was, well, okay, okay. Maybe you don't want to. Maybe you want to like don't cover it. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. don't want to cover that part. You know? <laughs> we might have to go on a run here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, no, no. But you know, now we're we're deep into well, one year later, almost one year later now. But um, but yeah, in Maui it was yeah. yeah it was so you nice. stayed at your the hostel. I stayed at the hostel, and it was it was fine. The only thing is, I, I'm a little bit self conscious because I have so I have sleep apnea, and I snore. Right. And I didn't have my sleep apnea machine at the time. So right. I just didn't want to bother other people. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I do enjoy, there's a sense of privacy that I enjoy when I, you know, I, for me, I'm an extrovert, right? Mm-hmm. And so I like to hang out with people. I like to get to know people, meet people. Yeah. But at the same time, I also just enjoy coming back home to like a very quiet space. Oh, I see. Where I can that's just interesting. be myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's interesting to hear because you are an extrovert. So yeah. I thought this would be like no problem. Yeah. Like like for me, like I'm like, as long as I don't have to share a bed with somebody, I'm good. Like <laughs> I, don't, I don't care if like this bomb's going off around me, you know, like I'm fine. I'm comfortable. And you're the introvert. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so it, it's, it was very, yeah, I mean, I don't mind it. I mean, because in Maui, there are a lot of places that were very, very expensive for the hotel. So if I need to bite the bullet to go to a hostel, I'll, I guess so. <clears throat> sure. But at the same time, I don't know. I really enjoy that own my own space. And yes, my solo trips become a lot more lonelier because I, um, you know, normally I, I, I just do a lot of solo. Like in New York, I travel solo travel a lot even because I had my own private room in my Airbnb. So mm-hmm. it was very lonely. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it was, it was all right. It was okay. But I get that, like, if you go to hostels then you get to see, meet a lot of people, you get to hang out with them, make new friends. Yeah. Yeah. So I get that. I yeah, it's great that. times. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I just love meeting people from, like, all over the world. You know, they just have such different lifestyles, different culture, just different uh, just different way of growing up. And for me, yeah. that's just so fascinating, you know, as a kid who grew up, like, extremely sheltered and, like, having my parents tell me, like, you know, this is the way that you're supposed to live, you know. Like Mandalorian, this is the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, oh, wait a minute. There's like totally different ways of living out there, you know? And for me, this is like all like a brand new experience. And it's like really exciting to me. It's like just discovering a whole new world out there, really. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So that's what I really enjoy about that aspect of meeting a bunch of different people. That's true. And I do enjoy that. But it's just, uh, I just like that. I just like that, that, that little extra layer of luxury. Yeah. And that's totally (laughs) cool. I mean, the other nice thing about like traveling with friends is when you do get in like trouble, there's someone, you got backup. Right. Right. When I was in Paris getting lost with like, you know, I got no backup. The only thing I had was like my brain and McDonald's, right? I, I, the only person I could rely on is myself to get out of trouble. 
Yeah. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you, okay, since because you've solo traveled a lot, right? You've done a lot of things. Are there any lessons that you've learned or any tips that you want to give to the audience in terms of those who are, who are thinking about, well, after COVID is done, who are thinking of traveling solo for the first time? What are your John Liu tips? Well, I think like the biggest thing that I've learned in more recent years and that I'm especially uh, finding to be a priority now that I'm getting older is to uh, really look after your health. <laughs> because when you're, I mean, like, it, I, I, like I, I know it sounds so obvious, right? Yeah. But when you're traveling and you're like just going out all the time, you're pushing, you're pushing yourself to the limits, you know, it's really easy to kind of overlook the fact that, you know, maybe you do need some, maybe you do need some rest, you know, or maybe you just need to uh, take care of, take better care of your body. So when you come back from your trip, you're not a complete wreck. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you, and, you, do you recommend just having the, uh, a couple of days of like rest time after you come back home? I think so. Or just like, just know yourself enough to like pace yourself appropriately. Right. Okay. Because like for me, you know, in my twenties, in my early twenties, like I want to go partying all the time, you know, three, three nights in a row, just get wasted every single night. Yeah. Uh, can't do that now. I would die. So <laughs> I think we'd all die. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's just like being aware of more aware of yourself and what your body can handle. Okay. And I think what really taught me this lesson, I think, is when I went on a trip and I got really sick, like really, really sick, like feverishly, delusionally sick. Mm -hmm. Do you know what it was? Like, was it food poisoning or? No, I think it was just the common cold, honestly. Okay. Yeah. But it was like, I just remember, I just remember like, you know, I had the classic symptoms of the cold, but in addition, uh, I was kind of like delusional. Like in my, like I was getting feverishly delusional in my sleep. Okay. I remember there was this one night and like, thank God I just happened to be alone in that night, in that hostel room of six people. I just happened to be the one person occupying that place because if there was anyone else in that room, I would have felt so bad because nobody was getting sleep that night because (laughs) I was just like, I don't know. I was just like howling and like, just like making all sorts of crazy sounds in like, my sleep as I'm having like these feverish dreams and delusions. I, I remember like I thought I was Yu-Gi-Oh and I had to solve the millennium puzzle. Okay. Yeah. It was fucking it's crazy. It's gotten there now. It, it was getting there. It was getting that crazy. Yeah. I was Yu-Gi-Oh. I got to solve the millennium puzzle. And this was all happening kind of like, while well, I'm in like a half sleep have dream kind of state. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So uh, that was, that was pretty crazy. And you were in, we're, sorry, where were you in again? Uh, I was in Croatia. Croatia. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. That'd be scary. Just having a feverish dream. Like for me, knock on wood, I never really, I've never really gotten you, sick abroad. Yeah. It's not so fun. So I don't, well, oh no, that one time I, when I was in Taiwan, but I wasn't delusional. So that would be scary. Just yeah. like you're in the middle of nowhere. You don't have really a lot of people who. Yeah. If I need, like, you know, how do I even access healthcare in Croatia? Yeah. I don't know. Without paying out the button <clears throat> yeah. for insurance and everything. Yeah, exactly. And that was also the trip where, um, actually like the beginning of that trip, like it was already starting off on a bad note because on the airplane ride to Europe, I fainted for the first time in my life. I remember On this. the airplane. Yeah. I remember uh, I've been sitting for a bit. I got up to go to the bathroom. And as I'm walking on a hallway, I just feeling my head start spinning really, really fast. And then all of a sudden, like next thing, next thing I knew, 
I wake up and I'm on the floor just like, <laughs> like oh. that. And then everybody was crowded around you? or uh, It was just a few airplane attendants actually crowding okay. around me. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like too many people. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, that was crazy. What I mean, happened afterwards? Did they need to like, well, I mean, they just, you? they just tested me to like, make sure like I was like mostly okay. You know, like yeah. they, they asked me to repeat my name several times. They asked me where I'm coming from, where, what the airplane we're in, all that stuff. Just like basic questions to like, you know, make sure I've got it there together. Of course, of course. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I don't know why I fainted and all that stuff. Still don't know why, what happened. Yeah. Uh, but the part that was a big problem is when I fainted, I must have hit something on my way down. Mm. So I hurt my back Ooh. when that happened. Yeah. And I didn't realize how important the back was. Oh, yeah. Because it's <laughs> very kind of, important. It's kind, of, it's kind of like, I, no, I didn't realize because I've never had any back injuries before. Like your spine and everything. Yeah. yeah. It's connected to everything. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I like I couldn't move sideways. Uh, sorry, I couldn't like I, I couldn't twist my body sideways. Okay. And it was painful to walk and everything. So this is day one of my vacation, right? Yeah. And a normal, sensible human being would have booked the flight home and turned around. Yeah. I decided to keep going. Yeah. I'm like, I'm on vacation. I've already flown to Europe. <laughs> Fuck it. You know, I can still <laughs> I can still carry my 10 kilogram backpack or whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm going. Yeah. I'm, I'm keeping going. Okay. So is this a tip? <laughs> no. <laughs> tip is don't do that. That's... <laughs> tip is don't do what I did. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Continue, John. Yeah. yeah. No, the tip is to like take care of your health. Yeah. You take know? care of your it's health. Because it's easy to forget about that when you're out there having fun. Right. You know, and just living life to the fullest. Mm -hmm. yeah. What else you got? Um, okay. So... <laughs> Same, same trip. Uh, <laughs> this was a fucking crazy trip, okay? Uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, I thought I was going to die from alcohol poisoning because, I saw, because we were in Budapest. It's like a big party city and uh -huh. everything. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, we did this thing called the beer bike, okay? And what the beer bike basically is, is uh, it's a dinghy contraption with a bar and some bar stools and underneath the bar stools are some pedals. And when you, you know, when you pedal, the beer bike moves. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, oh, this will be like a nice casual beer drinking activity where we, you know, maybe get some light exercise and go biking around the city. Uh, no, that was not the case. We were uh, well, at the start of the beer bike. They handed us plastic bags to put around our necks. So... Why did they do that? You may ask. For the barfing. Yeah, it's the yeah, it's the barf bags. So they're handing out barf bags when the beer bike hasn't even started. Okay, that was war that was warning sign number one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because okay, get this. Apparently in Budapest, it is illegal to barf in the streets. So that's why you got to barf in the bag. Well prepared. Yeah. With such what a law abiding beer bike. We are law abiding tourists. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and you barfed? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were I take like, it. They're like, barfed. chug, 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 chug. And then, you know, at some point you just can't like drink anymore. So you gotta barf it out so you can drink some more. Of course. Yeah. And then so the funny thing is like we stopped by at this park so we can all take a 
bathroom break. Uh-huh. So the funny thing is, apparently you can pee anywhere in the city. So there's, but you can't yeah. barf in the city. You can't barf in the street, but you can pee anywhere. Great. Yeah, yeah I what know. What a great place. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, so that was probably one of the craziest experiences I've ever had. Uh, I couldn't believe it was legal and uh, it's actually not legal anymore. Uh, they banned oh, it. A really? Year. They banned it a year after I did it. So there well, you there go. You, there you <laughs> go. Glad I got to experience that. <laughs> yeah. But so I, would never, I would never do that again. If we were to transform this into a tip, it would be experiencing things before it becomes illegal. That's right. Yeah. You so gotta do it before it becomes illegal. You gotta do it before it becomes illegal. Yep. Hold on a second. You heard it here first, everyone. John Liu, 2021. Do it before do it, you... do it before it's illegal. Yeah, that's right. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, fun, fun times. Yeah. Yeah. What else do you have? Are you a planner when you solo travel? Do you like to plan out your day first and then like hit up? Okay, so like say like today I'm going to hit up all these landmarks, or are you kind of I more do like, spontaneous? I do like the absolute minimum planning. Mm, me I too. pretty much. I plan when I'm going to get there, when I'm going to fly there, and when I'm going to fly back, and everything else is kind of like up in the air. Okay, that's good. Especially, I mean, especially if you're living in a hostel, you're not sure who you're going to... I mean, if you, you can do that when with. you're traveling by yourself, right? Yeah, if yeah, I was going right. with a friend, I would probably be a little more responsible. That's right. I think I, for me, it's just the food places. Like, I'm going to hit up these food places and I definitely want to see, and then maybe some landmarks. Oh, so yeah, I think I plan a little bit oh, more. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm, I'm looking at where the McDonald's are. Yeah, you know, yeah. Each city. You know? Yeah. That's also the, the another tip that I want to... Uh, well, my tip that I want to let everybody give everybody is that... You know, spend that extra money for data. You know, I think that's very, very important. Uh, for me, I used to be like you. So when I solo traveled, well, when I was in France, when I was kind of on my own in France, when I'm on my own in New York and all those places, I thought, boy, this guy, I'm so clever. I'm going to save so much money from, you know, just copying from one Starbucks to another and one McDonald's to another and stealing their Wi-Fi. And yeah, and while that's great, it's at the same time, it's, it's kind of, you're spending a lot of time like trying to figure out your Wi-Fi or going from one place to another and then just sitting. I remember, I, I think I was in France. I was trying to find a specific place, but I didn't download the Google Maps and I ended up being in front of this bar and then stealing their Wi-Fi and just standing there like oh, yeah. a sketchy person. Yeah, I've definitely done that. Yeah, just trying to, and the internet was slow too. So I'm just, you know, waiting for the little bars. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree with you. I think like the paying for the data is absolutely, is absolutely worth it, especially if you're trying to meet up with people. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that was how I, that's how I realized that I was doing it wrong. Yeah. Because I was, I was in Spain and, you know, I, I went out, I went out clubbing, you know, the night before, uh, met these two ladies. Yeah. Uh, they, they told Ooh. me, and, uh, they, you know, they, they asked me if I want to go to the beach with them the next day. Oh, you know, John. I was like, Ooh. I was like, oh, some time with the ladies at the beach. Uh-huh. Sounds like a great idea. Uh, and then I didn't have data at that time. So it's like, oh, how are we going to meet? Get okay. your data, boys. Get your okay. data, Okay. Well, there's a, so we're like talking about like, uh, you know, like strategic locations. And there is, so we agreed to meet at this Burger King uh, by the beach, right? So how many Burger Kings in, uh, you know, the Spanish city could there be by the beach? I mean, there's only three in France, apparently, right? Or Paris, rather. Yeah. Well, turns out there's two Burger Kings near each other that both happen to be at the beach. So, of course, Rough. I went to the wrong Burger King. Of course. Yeah. That is... I, I, I show up there. I don't see them. And I'm like, where are you guys? I'm at the Burger King. And they're like, oh, sorry. I got the Wi-Fi. I got the Burger King Wi-Fi to yeah. contact 
to contact the ladies. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'm at the Burger King. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're at the Burger King, too. And I'm like, huh? Okay, hold on a sec. What if there are two Burger Kings That's just nearby? crazy. That's, that's a crazy thought, but just what if? So I, I used, I got on Google Maps, do a little zooming in. Yeah. And I found two fucking Burger Kings near, in, the, in the nearby vicinities. Yeah. And I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's the tip. Get data. Oh, and I did meet up with the ladies. Okay, yeah. It was an epic struggle. Yeah, that's you know? right. That's right. So, that's you know, and I could have missed out on some beach time. But, uh, but you did. You got there anyway. So, so that's why you get data. Yeah. So well, you don't miss out on these opportunities. Yeah. Well, for me, there was one time I lost my credit card and I just needed to call uh, my credit card company real quickly to like cancel it. And do you need data to do that? Well, because I didn't have um, I didn't have like the phone, cell phone stuff, right? So I use a Skype call. I use Skype oh. to like dial a phone number to get there, and okay. I needed internet, and so. Mine is a little diff- less exciting uh, situation than John, but no, 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 go- no ladies at the beach. But like not, no, 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 I'm not really good. Again, you know, well, uh, nope. we've talked about this in the dating uh, podcast. I'm terrible. I'm very I, terrible at dating. Um, but, uh, but, anyways, emergency, same amount of, you know, same emergency. Yeah, yeah emergency, emergency meeting the ladies no at difference. the beach. You know? Yeah, no difference in urgency. Uh, lost credit card and you know uh, missed opportunities. These are very very important. So that's why we both agree that you should get your data. Yeah, just don't don't cheap out on it. Yeah, so. please don't. I mean, there's some places that are what like ten dollars a day or even twenty dollars a day. It's wait, worth that's it. a shit ton of money. Ten dollars a day? I it's what worth the? it, dude. It's worth it. Are you kidding me? Are you $10? kidding me? Ten dollars a day? What? That is highway robbery. Okay, well, certain what countries, highway? certain countries, it's. Ten dollars a day, I, right? I guess. I remember in Vietnam, I spent maybe thirteen dollars USD for like two weeks, and I got unlimited data. But yeah, yeah. certain areas, okay, it's gonna be ten dollars a day. I guess if you go to like maybe Scandinavia, yeah, that's I mean, the only place I can think of. Well, Scandinavia will charge you an arm and a leg for everything. It'll charge yeah, you an yeah. arm and a leg for for falafel. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, know. that's. Just the, I'm no offense to all of our listeners over in Scandinavia. Oh, no, no. They, they know we, they know full well out there. We love your country, <laughs> but. Well I, can't, well, I can't say that because I haven't been there. It's I would, I would love expensive. I would love to be. It's oh my gosh, go Norway. Day, it's, a low exp- it's a low out of my budget. I think I like ate I an orange, orange for like twenty bucks or something. I forget <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's not <laughs> the best orange you've ever had in your life. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty much that. You think I'm joking? You think I'm exaggerating? Oh no, no like I I I believe you. That's man. oh gosh. Any other tips? Uh, um, I mean, just be open for to like experiences, you know, you just never know what's going to happen yeah. out there. If you allow yourself to open up yourself to connect, meeting all sorts of people. So encouraging them to stay at hostels? Uh, when, not necessarily, but mm-hmm. like in terms of experience, like, I mean, like things to do, places to go see, you know. Yeah. I, I, I mean, in hostels, you, that's more likely to happen because you are surrounded by, by all these opportunities. Yeah, that is true. That no, I agree with that for sure. I mean, you're not going to be able to get that if you stay in a hotel. You can't just knock in your neighboring hotel room and just be like, "Hey, you want to go check out?" You know. Yeah, but even if you're staying in a hotel, I don't know. You could go on like a walking tour, and then that walking tour can lead you to like meeting another group of people. Yeah, that's true. Want to go out for lunch? Except mostly walkout walking tours are uh, families. Most and, most of the time, yeah. You know, but every now and then you do meet some like cool homies in the walking tour. 
I guess so. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, you just got to give it a try. See, I'm very antisocial when I travel. See, I need to, we need to all be more like John. Because I, <laughs> I thought you were an extrovert. I, I like, am an extrovert. What, like, what is this? But apparently, apparently, when we talk about solo traveling, it's just very like it's just like the tables have turned. I guess the the switch has. Uh, I guess so. Been a little different. I guess so. Well, the thing is, like, when you are uh, solo traveling, right? It's yeah. if you don't make the effort to go out and meet people, it's going to get lonely real quick. That is know? true. And that, that fear true. of loneliness drives me to go out and like. Just do very spontaneous things with yeah. other people. Yeah. I remember like I was just uh, in Barcelona. I was hanging out at my hostel room and there was just this random girl like hanging out uh, across the room from me Ooh, and like job. no context, whatever. I just said, hey, you want to like I just like said to her, hey, you want to go get dinner? And she said, yeah, let's go get dinner. And Ooh. there we go. Like never talked Ooh, to her in my life. John. No, like like I was just hungry. No, and, I mean. You know, hungry for and love. She just happened to, no, like she just happened to be the other person in the room. Hungry for intimacy. Or dinner. <laughs> Spanish dinner. Dinner with Spanish. Intimate dinner in Spanish. Are we role playing right now? <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> no. no. Te- tequiero. No, no. Te- oh my amor. goodness. Did you say that? <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, missed opportunities, John. <laughs> like I said, you you failed to go with tip number four, which is take advantage. You do it before I, it's I went illegal. I dinner with a girl. What do you want me to do? <laughs> do it before it's illegal. <laughs> that's what, that's, oh, that's, the, that's that's the tagline of this episode, right? <laughs> oh god. Oh my god. Is that is that our episode title? Do it before oh, it's illegal. Oh no 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 no. Oh please, gosh, no <laughs> no 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 no. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah. So I'm I'm glad. And and you know, once everything comes back to normal, I know we keep saying that, and we always we, everybody keeps saying that when things go back to normal. Honestly, we don't know when things come back to normal. But let's say you are able to travel again, mm-hmm. you're gonna keep doing solo travels, or do you think you find yourself maybe you want to take a trip with a friend or a group of friends or something, maybe with your fellow podcasting co-host or. Something Ooh. like that. Who <laughs> <laughs> that? Wow. All right. We, go to La- we went to Las Vegas together. We did go to Las Vegas twice, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> and Portland, too. Yeah, and maybe, maybe someone will ask you for your milkshake again. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, no, I got COVID. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> that will be quite a story. <laughs> um, but, I mean, you know, the next place that I would love to go to after this is all over is um, maybe... The Baltic countries, uh-huh. especially, uh, specifically, uh, I've been interested in going to Finland. Finland. Yeah. And the reason for that is because every year they have this thing called the Wife Carrying Championship. that I takes see. place in the summertime of Finland. Okay. And it's, it's as ridiculous as it sounds. It's basically, uh, um, you know, a husband and a wife. Uh, running this obstacle course together, except the husband's carrying the wife <laughs> on his back the, the entire time while running through the obstacle course. <laughs> it just sounds it just sounds hilarious. It sounds I, I wanna, like I want to go see it. <laughs> they also have this event where apparently, like a bunch of guys just chase a wheel of cheese down. I've a seen hill. that. I've, I've, I think that's <laughs> in England. Gets, yeah. Or yeah, sorry, the United, like the UK somewhere. 
Oh, is it in the UK? I think so. Oh, no, yeah. I heard it was in Finland as well. I saw well, this so. in a documentary, <laughs> and I was like, this is amazing. It just, it just, yeah, it just looks... Just a rolling... Like, <laughs> the cheese is just rolling, and everybody's just chasing after it. And they win the cheese. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It just sounds so crazy. Yeah. Uh, I would so love I'd, to see I would that love to, uh, Yeah, I'd love to go out and see that. Would you do it solo, or would you do it with friends? Or were you going to do it solo? I mean, i most likely going to go do it solo. Do it solo? Yeah, just because it's it's hard to... If the opportunity ever came, like... Like me and a buddy both had time off and we both wanted to go to the same place. I'm open to it. Yeah. The dynamic is just so different, right? Just doing solo, like you can just... It is. You can be lazy if you want to be lazy. I do tend to prefer going alone. Right. Just because I can, you know, do whatever I want, whenever I want. Yeah. And, you know, I get up, I get up to crazy situations, you know, as you might have figured out. That's right. I don't know if I want to drag someone else with me into that. Yeah, that's I'm true. Like we might end up in another accidentally red up end up in a red light district. That's, yeah, I mean, no, I, I agree with you. Like I think traveling with other people, it's still a lot of fun, um, but sometimes you're a little bit worried about. Like for me, at least for me, I think my fun is also being determined by whether or not the other person's having a good time as well, right? If yeah, that absolutely. person's not having a good time, then I'm like, whoa, then the trip isn't just isn't as fun. If, if it's like a short, long weekend kind of trip, I'd yeah. be okay with going with a person. Yeah, but if it's like for two weeks. Ooh. You know, that's like, that's a lot of time to be spending with another person. That is a lot of time. So, that is true. I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Well, I mean, gosh, who knows what episode it's going to be by the time we even get to talk about going on a trip. Going places and regale, like, you know, tell each other some fun, new, exciting travel stories and everything. Yeah, exactly. But in the meantime, I guess, you know, we're just going to meet here every week and reminisce about some of the paths things that we've yeah, done every week you get a travel to studio john yeah that's to, right to shoot this podcast to yeah very, very excited and to record and and then release this podcast everywhere on youtube spotify apple google podcasts you know all those things well, i'm sure everybody already knows because they're listening to us right now right coming to you every sunday every single sunday you know that's we will be your pandemic friend we'll, we'll try and transport you uh <laughs> Through different dimensions. I don't think anybody wants to transport to like my situation. We'll transport straight to John's barf I, I, bag. I, I don't think anybody <laughs> wants to be there. But I hope you enjoyed listening to uh, some of our crazy stories. Well, I guess I guess it's more my crazy story. Yeah, you're crazy. See, I leave. A no, no. You're like, I mean, you're like your stories were funny though. No, <laughs> I don't know about crazy. But I mean, they were that's funny. okay. That's fine. I mean, I, you know what? Less crazy stories travel. Like you know, the better for me at least. And, you know, I, I lead a very tame and calm. Uh, monotonous life. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anybody else has any fun stories um, to talk about or they want to share travel stories and whatnot, um, please write in to us at aaboyspodcast at gmail.com or if you have any comments on the show or anything or if you want to leave us, you know, we're actually on Apple Podcasts right now, John. Woohoo. Yeah, exciting. so... We're in the big leagues now. Yeah, I know. So the good things about Apple Podcasts is that there's like a rating system. So if anybody wants to leave us, you know, maybe like a five-star review, um, you know, that would be awesome. That will um, help us. Yeah, maybe um, a mythical kind of, six out of five stars. Yeah, I mean, whoa, that's asking a lot. But, you it know, is. if you can... Uh, that would be great. I think with the high quality content that we're such high quality, I think uh, you know we maybe so much high quality. Star. Not not you know that's the only thing that's not average in this podcast. That's for sure is the quality that we <laughs> the deliver. Quality, yeah, that's the right. Content. Capital Q. 
Gosh. (laughs) 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 But in the meantime, you know what? Stay safe, everybody. Yeah, thank you you for tuning in. We're going to be able to travel soon, I'm sure. We just got to be patient a little bit. Yo, man, don't give me false hope. I know, I know. You know, some people are. Some people are. so much. Yeah, that's true. All right, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the Average Asian Boys (laughs) podcast. My name is John. My name is Ray. And we'll see you next week. And we will see you. We got to synchronize this. Okay, we will see see you next next week week. from the comfort of John's home and not anywhere else. Bye. (laughs) See you. Bye.